Welcome to the GateWorld Podcast. You are listening to episode number 37 of the GateWorld Podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm David. And we're almost live from Vancouver, British Columbia. Yes. And we have a very special panel with us today. It's been a very interesting week so far. It is currently Saturday evening. I'm having a good time. I am too. We've burned through most of the convention so far, so a little bit uh, yet to come, but uh, we wanted to take a break for a minute and bring forth what we promised from the beginning, which is a live broadcast, an almost live broadcast from Vancouver, certainly live for us, because <laughs> it's not going to be edited later on because there are six of us. So this is new territory for Gabriel. It is. Six people on our panel. Let's introduce them first. I am David. You already know me. We are going um, in a counterclockwise order, just so you can put the picture in your brain. David Reed, co-editor, GateWorld.net. And GateWorld's assistant editor is the official title is Mr. Chad Colvin. Chad, welcome. Thank you, Darren. And we also have GateWorld moderator Kiwi Gator. Hello. From New Zealand. Indeed. GateWorld forum member Wendy Hathaway is here joining us. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> then we have Darren. Oh, yeah, I'm here. He is here. <laughs> and uh, uh, moderator Shipper Ahoy goes by Mariah. Hello. Hello. So we're here at the beautiful Hilton Vancouver Metro Town in Burnaby, British Columbia. It's a beautiful hotel. Being Walking a, through the halls. And yeah, it's just, yeah. It's really nice. Conventions being hosted by Creation Entertainment. Uh, Sixth great year in a row. friends of ours. This is the fifth year, fifth year. for the Vancouver yeah. Convention. Uh, hosted by Creation. You can find them online at creationent.com. You and I have done... All five or six. All five. All five. And I was so here far. in Vancouver the year before. This is right. my sixth year. Six year in a row. Mariah, what about you? Um, this is my fourth year. I only missed 2007. Okay. Glad to be back? Yeah, yeah. I'm having a good time. And, you know, it seems like there's less people that I know here this year. Yes. Um, probably economic reasons. Um, so, I mean, that's a little... I miss I miss my friends, but I have my core group mm, of core friends group. here, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm having a great time. You know, the flip side of that too is though the people that are missing are being replaced by. I mean, we still have a packed house here. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So the people that we're missing that we know that are always coming to these, they're being replaced by new people that we're making new friends with. Mm-hmm. And, and our just as cool. Faces. Exactly. You know, yes. it's great to see a, a bunch of people that we never have seen before, and it's always you know hard when. Uh, we have people who are, are calling us on their cell phones and asking us to put them on speaker and say hello to everybody. But, um, you know, so in a way, they are all here. And especially now more than ever, they're kind of here with us right now. What about you, Wendy? How many have you done? Um, I think I've done all the ones Creation has done. And I think I was at the gate cons before that as mm-hmm. well. Most of those, if not okay. all of them. Your brain might have checked out, though, so you're not oh, yeah. completely positive. No, it's a giant <laughs> blur. So. <laughs> Now, so how many of you guys have done fan conventions in addition to creation con- I have. conventions? Not for Stargate. I did a I did one fan run Star Trek convention in yeah. high school yeah. with John Delancey as the guest. Okay. And I've done Comic Con a few times. Oh yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, so. Comic Con is great. Um, it's a totally different animal, though. Mm. Than I mean, you've been. Um, it's a completely different animal. Then yeah, it's it's a cousin of creation, this. but it's a completely different planet from a fan convention. Yeah, I mean there was a, the last time I went, I, there was upwards of around uh, thirty thousand people there. Um, so yes, compared to the I believe around five hundred or so that they sell tickets for here. So 
800, I think. Is I it? think it's closer to 800, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And that auditorium today with, with uh, panels for Paul McGillian. Was Paul today? Yes. yes. Yeah. Paul McGillian and Robert Picardo and Joe Flanagan. That was a packed house. Mm-hmm. It was completely packed. About as full as I've seen that room. Now, there are a lot of um, folks who have a bit of a stigma regarding creation. You know, it's, it's an official convention, and a lot of people don't believe in them. How have you guys been treated so far? How have you thought of this convention, especially compared to the ones uh, in the group who have done fan conventions so far? Let's get it out there in the open. I've had a great trip this year, more than, more than some years, actually. I think um, I'm really impressed with the amount of work they put in. I mean, they bend over backwards to make sure everyone has as good a time as is possible. For the amount of people that are here. For the amount of people. I mean, with this number of people, there's, I think, always compromises. There's always going to be some lines, and you're going to get a bit grumpy, and people are going to want to get to stuff quickly. But for the most part, that it's well organized, and you, you get what they've committed for. You get your autographs, you get your photo ops, and um, they if, if there is a problem, they, they really make an effort to fix it, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that, because with this many people and, and everyone coming thinks, you know, I'm going to go do this and this and this and this and this, and, and, and then if they or... get disappointed, and so th- I've been really impressed with um, how much work they've put into making sure that we have a good time. And I haven't actually attended a fan-run convention, so I really have no basis for comparison. I no. mean, mm. I've only ever done Creation or Comic-Con, so um, Wendy's done both, though. Yeah. Paul cool. McGillian and Bob Picardo so. just yeah. walked in. Would you like Blood to come join? Blood Blood the universe. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Good to see you. Sir. How are you? Nice to see you. Pleasure. Hello. 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 We're just yeah. um, podcasting about uh, the event so far. Uh, have you had a good time? Uh, yes, I've had a good time. Have you had a good time? I've had a great time. Yeah, lots I, of fun I, fans, lots of cool people. You're going to get Joe in a headlock later? <laughs> He's scared of me now, which is good. Really? Great. <laughs> great. So he should be. He should be. <laughs> oh, and you'll be happy to know that we are harassing David Hewlett for you. Good. Yes. On Twitter. On Twitter. There was this whole thing this week about about <laughs> Hewlett and, and uh, was it David Gillian? Nichol. It was David, David Nichol. Nichol. I thought that was Nichol. David yeah. Nichol. Okay. So, com- uh, the McKay um, uh, uh, Zelenka rivalry. Yeah. David uh, Nickel asked us to flood uh, David Hewlett's Twitter. I'm thinking maybe counts. cage match between those. Two. <laughs> 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 Settle it yeah. once and for all. We'd, we'd pay that. We'd pay to yeah. see that. Sort of a, a we could we could have a new convention. <laughs> only one of them would survive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll call it Snuff <laughs> <laughs> And then the winner has to fight Momoa. <laughs> 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 You guys, I think I'd lose on purpose. <laughs> you guys both did your stage panels today, and I always wanted to ask you, when you go up there, it's sort of freeform, and there's hundreds of fans, and you never quite know when they step up to the mic what, what they're going to say, what they're going to ask for, what they're going to do. Is that uh, intimidating? Is it a little frightening sometimes? Well, I did hear... Uh, I was backstage for Paul's talk, and I did hear Lily say, what is your earliest childhood memory? And she asked the same question to me, so I just uh, gave and his earliest Joe. childhood memory. And Joe. <laughs> Christmas it was, I believe. So. It was funny, though, to get that. I, 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 I thought it was kind of funny that you're even cute that she asked you, but then when I thought, oh, she must ask this of everyone. Oh. Yeah. She's compiling a list. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she's going to write, yeah. The stars of science fiction, their earliest childhood memories. <laughs> Seven ninety nine. A biography. <laughs> I was going to say, besides the beatings. <laughs> but anyway, you know, my wrong message. I opened my eyes and said, gee, someday I'd like to be on a sci-fi television show. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd like to be on its competitor. 
<laughs> For both of you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Tell everybody we said hi. Hello. Hello, we say hi. We have to go to our, our photo ops now. <laughs> have a good time. Thanks for Thank stopping you, by. Uh, <laughs> good to see you. Thanks for having us. Really? Pictures with two younger guys. Where the hell were we? Uh, <laughs> Before we were so wonderfully interested. Very seriously. Very, very seriously. Versus, versus yeah. um, the official events, you know. I, uh, it's just... Uh, and I think there's a second, another category. There's um, show-specific conventions versus ones that have lots of different shows. That's a good point. My convention background from previously, uh, there was a convention, it's in Indianapolis now, but being from southern Wisconsin, it used to be held in Milwaukee called Gen Con, which is more of a gaming convention, but they'd spend one day of that four-day period just on sci-fi media, and they bring in guests from... All over different shows, nothing yeah. specific. So that I've always wanted to do one of those, like Dragon Con in Atlanta yeah. is yeah. getting big and yeah. has lots of lots that? of folks from lots of shows. James Marsters. James Marsters is. I think so. Yep. Read that online. Okay, but I'll have to go. I think creation has bent over backwards yeah. the last mm-hmm. several years, and they get better every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That first that first year in '05 was kind of trial and error. There were some issues, but they next year it was completely um, like clockwork. Well, yeah, even from gate, even GateCon, which is. <laughs> That's Tammy, aka Mama Duck. She is uh, helping run the event, and she doing is doing a fantastic job. She's doing a fantastic having, job. Having She's keeping her cool. <laughs> and running out the other side. And running. Th- we have two doors in here, and she just flew right through. <laughs> okay, I had a point, and I lost it. Um, Creation gets better every year. Yeah, it does get better every year. And even, you know, GateCon, which is heralded, is, is probably one of the top, if not the top, especially now with having RDA, fan convention. Their first year was nothing beautiful either. Yeah. I mean, it was a wonderful experience for everyone, but in terms of how it worked, these these people had never... Had it, Alan Gowan told me himself they had never done a convention before. We all learned some logistical right. lessons about seating assignments and lines. Right. And seating assignments, I love period. assigned seats. Oh, Let yeah. me just yes. say, love yeah. assigned seats. Yeah, if you're going to create your own event, please assign your seats. Thank you. Thank you. In advance. We've had, um, uh, so far on stage, who, who are some of the people that we've seen so far? Not just today, but throughout the week. We had a lovely Vancouver actor panel, and I'm not going to mention their names because out of the six, I will not remember them all. I really enjoyed uh, Connor Trenier yesterday. Yeah. I've never seen Connor before and was a big fan of Trip Tucker on Enterprise, so that was a lot of fun to listen to. Favorite for you, Mariah, so far? Terrell, hands down. Terrell mm-hmm. is wonderful. She is good with the fans. Yes. Absolutely. I've seen her many, many times, and it gets better every time. She's one of those that engages the fans. She's not just up there talking. She's mm-hmm. down there hugging and oh, she's chatting so and posing for photos and... Joking with people, and it's it's a riot. And I she's always very it. giving to, like I said, going back to Gen Con. That was the first. Uh, Tara was the first Stargate actor actress that I ever met. It was at Gen Con, and the experience that I had with her, which I'll just share because of how great it was, um, she was paired up with somebody else from the show that wasn't able to make it for scheduling reasons, and so last minute she called on Don Davis, and he flew mm-hmm. in, came in, and then there were emergency issues that we had that we had to get back the three hour drive from Milwaukee to where we live and Terrell 
heard about it and said, no, you need to meet Don, and actually took us to the green room where he was waiting mm. to get prepped, and we got, you know, it wasn't an autograph, it wasn't anything, but we got five minutes with Don. Mm. And, say, oh, hey. and just from Terrell saying, no, you can't not. Mm. Yeah. They're both so generous. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don is, uh, was Terrell's second father, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, he was a big, big part of, uh, of Stargate conventions and is, and is, is terribly missed. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, especially at this one. we uh, I had never met Terrell before yesterday. And David, you met her at GateCon several years she, ago. She and Don, like Chad here, she and Don were the first two I ever met. Mm. So it's, it's um, if I quit today, it would be kind of a bookend for me. Yeah. You know? So after Terrell was done on stage yesterday, I just want to oh, mention maybe this. You wanna, okay. Uh, we, she came down here to the green room, and we, we just had a few minutes to do a quickie interview. It's the first time we'd ever interviewed Terrell. Uh, so a lot of it was kind of getting to know you. It was a, it was a little bit uh, professional, a little formal at first. Yeah. And after five minutes, we were we were weeping and hugging each other because Don came up at the end, and it was it was an extraordinarily moving and memorable experience yeah. from from this week that I'm going to take with me. You were always known as a pair on stage. What is it like not to have, be able to do the cons with him anymore? Um, He's always there, though, isn't he? Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. he's always there. It's um, it's pretty sad. I mean, he's missed by everybody, you know. We all love him. And yes, he is always there. He will always be there. But look to the future. Absolutely. Still, you have a great baby. You're I do. Now, I do. And uh, things are well. Everything's in its right place. It is. Are you happy? Ecstatic. Ecstatically happy, yeah. Good. I just wish he would have met her. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had a very short period of time with her. We were supposed to have plenty of time between photos and autographs, and that's kind of the buffer, you know. So yeah. that's that's where we mm-hmm. fit in. And uh, when that tightened down, we were given five minutes, and um, I'm very proud of it. I, I made the most of it, and um, and I think it's kind of abrupt that we brought up Don, but I know that some people really recognized just how much of a set they were at these events, and I wanted to acknowledge that. What are the highlights for you guys? We're only on Saturday. We're not done yet. I'm almost done. I have to miss Sunday. I have to fly home. Mm-hmm. But uh, as of Saturday, favorite moment so far this week? Not not even just the con, but since you've been in Vancouver. Chad? Um, for me, it would have been Thursday night. Uh, Gary Jones was here that day, and he and Dean Haglund did a comedy improv performance mm-hmm. on Thursday night. Starhole Star Star SG 1.5. And out of the hundreds of people that were in that room, um, Dean Haglund uh, picked me and four other people, and I believe at least one other one is a uh, Gate World Forum member, uh-huh. uh, to actually go up on stage and do improv with them, which is something that was just astounding. So, How was um, the show? Was it, was it good? I've never seen it. It was hilarious. I mean, it really was. If you like stuff like Whose Line Is It Anyway and that just big style, but mm-hmm. I mean with it being completely science fiction themed and making fun of the characters mm-hmm. and... Stereotypes and mm-hmm. and you know everything. I mean, how much the, of it is improv and how much of it is planned? Yeah, I think they have a basic outline that they go by, but I mean, as far as choosing how they're going to work the scene, they ask the audience for suggestions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then riff off of each other that way. So mm-hmm. every performance <laughs> is different. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. And if you're a sci-fi fan, you're gonna you're gonna recognize Dean Haglund as one of the lone gunmen uh, from Langley from uh, yeah. X Files. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wendy uh, is a, a big X-Files lover in here. Oh, yeah. yeah, I chopped that long hair off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost didn't recognize him. Kiwi, what about a favorite moment for you so far? Um, 
Two for different reasons. Um, I really enjoyed the cabaret, which I, I went to, because it was, a, a again, kind of like the, the um, Gary Jones thing. It was really freeform. You know, I didn't feel like they were up there performing as a, as a cast member of Stargate, but they were showing us sort of um, themselves more, and it was a it was, and their talents. And Bob Picardo, such a good singer. Oh, he sang. He sang. He sang, and he sort of made up a couple of uh, verses about how silly it all was, and and um, fifteen minutes before in his hotel room, and he was singing it to one of the operas. I don't I don't know which one, um, and um, that was really funny. He showed a couple of clips from from the past, and and um, yeah, just the way they sort of all riffed off each other again, and um, and just. You know, you got to see a little bit of a, a different side rather than that sort of. You know, I'm a I'm here because I'm I've been on being, Stargate. Yeah, and I'm I thought, being paid. I'm being paid, and and you know they're great, but that's the you know it was a little less public persona, a little more fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I really enjoyed Joe Flanagan's panel today because really? last time I saw him, he was um, relatively new to the, the the con circuit, and he he was a little reticent on stage. And today he was just having a blast. And um, and that was really fun. I, I really enjoy the panels where they where they have a bit of fun, but um, they don't go overboard. <laughs> and um, yeah, and there were some really good questions uh, from the audience. Wendy, what's been uh, your uh, favorite experience so far? Um, just hanging with my friends. I mean, this is the first year that I've actually come up to Vancouver without buying even a day pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year I got the day pass so I could see Kevin, but this year. Um, I just didn't bother because it's too expensive and most of the people I've already seen and mm-hmm. um, my friends were all coming and I figure it's a fun time to get together and hang out with them. Don't get to do that too often. Has it been worth it? Oh, absolutely. Good. Yeah. We are joined at our panel by Marimba. Uh, what are the digits in your... 2-6. Marimba 2-6. That's right. Lisa. Hi. Thank you for joining us. So we are now a... Panel of seven. 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 Yeah, I was trying to think of think of seven chevrons. Seven chevrons. Chevron seven seven has joined us. She is locked. The most important chevron. (laughs) (laughs) So, how's it going? Good. Good. Who's been your favorite um, guest so far? What's been your favorite aspect of the con so far? Uh, Well, I mean, for me, I especially this year, I'm just I'm here to hang out with these guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I love Joe Flanagan. The guy's awesome. He's funny. He's great, great to watch, and and it's it's. But you know, it's it's about being with them. I mean, I had to do this in a three-day weekend this year for the first time ever, and um, but you know, I, I could have not come, but I wasn't gonna not come because you know I wanted to see these guys. This is something about fandom that continually amazes me. You all would be complete strangers to me if it wasn't for Stargate. Mm, exactly. And if it wasn't, wasn't not to toot our own home, horn, but for GateWorld. Mm. The, if the friendships that have been made through, that's right. through the online community. If it wasn't for Apophis taking that helmet off, none of us <laughs> would be here in the, fa- in the fashion that we are right now. So, so I love to hear things like what Wendy said, that, that you know, actors are fun to see and hear them tell stories and... and those of us who get to get photographs or, or autographs I see. with the actors, uh, you know, we come here for Stargate, friendships. Stargate, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Stargate just completely Hang out with away. our peeps. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, yeah, when you're, it's your first event, you know, a lot of people, it's their first event. Um, uh, many of them have no peeps, and they leave with peeps. Yes, mm. yeah. So. Absolutely. It's, it's hard not to leave with peeps. I mean, geez. 
sitting in line. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, tend just to make friends. friends. Just standing in line for stuff, you mm-hmm. meet people. Well, or even just organizing to come to the con, you sort of think, oh, I need to know about this, or may- I want to go to dinner at this restaurant. Maybe someone wants to come with me. So yeah, you, you post it in the con thread, and the next thing you know, you've got twelve people, That's and you're right. trying to organize a limo. And so it's getting crazy sometimes. And roommates, yeah. Well, the first time we came, there yeah. were six of us. And we didn't all know each other. No. Mm-mm. I had no idea who Angela was. Tammy knew her. I knew Tammy. Tammy knew her. And I had met Tammy once. Tammy Farrar, DJ favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, I mean, Mariah, you know, Mariah knew Tammy. We sort of knew each other. But then there was Wendy. And, you know, I mean, hey, Wendy's diametrically opposed to me on the forum. Extremely. But, you know, <laughs> yes. that's, that's okay, isn't that's it? That's okay. It's great. It's a good, well-rounded group of viewpoints. Yeah. It was great. We had quite the eclectic, um, the cl- eclectic mix forum-wise that first year. Yes, there was a couple of shippers, a very, mm-hmm. very anti-shipper, <laughs> uh, Daniel fans, Jack fans. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But no one was isolated. No one felt like oh, they no. couldn't, no. you know, be a part of the group because you know Michael Shank. They liked Michael Shanks's hair parted on his left side instead of the right. You know, or all <laughs> well, the we stupid did try things to lock that Lisa we out of the room at one point. The great, oh, well, she... the great Boonie versus Bandana debate. <laughs> wow. oh, that goes bad. <laughs> <laughs> that takes us back, folks. Well, and all that pettiness that yeah. shows up on the forum disappears when there are people behind it. Largely. It should. It, it should. should disappear. Yeah. Should because I remember I met Wendy for the first time at GateCon at the Gate World Dinner. Okay. That first mm-hmm. Gate that mm-hmm. Gate World Dinner Over in two thousand four. That's right. The original Over one with the, the original one Michael Adamthwaite. Michael yeah. Adamthwaite. Where did we go? With Jupiter or Neptune or it was, what? Um, what was the restaurant? Kronos. Kronos. You should remember that. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of the restaurant. Well, and when Wendy introduced herself, oh. it blew me away. <laughs> I remember when they went around the room and introduced themselves. I remember being so blown away that the lion was the the one that I had duped it out with online, <laughs> you know, many times and, and many, many irate words later, and, and the lion is a pixie. It was... Pay no attention to the woman behind the, the curtain. curtain. Yeah, it was, it was earth-shattering. And so... <laughs> but it totally changed my view of fandom. You knew who the person was now. I knew who the person was, and, and, and back here, not too terribly long ago, when we had all these big ship wars and people are just te- tearing each other apart, it was, it was, I kept saying as on Live Journal and, and even some at GateWorld, but I kept saying there's a person behind that, that person saying all those things. There's a person. If you met that person, you wouldn't treat them like that in real life. Uh, not necessarily. Well, I, I hope you wouldn't. There that were was people the that first dinner. Um, somebody went out of their way to come over and let me know how much they hated me. That, yes, see that, now that's I remember wrong. that. So, that is absolutely yeah. wrong. Well, and it's really sad that there are a few people that are that petty. But just trying to explain to these people, look, if you actually met those people and you didn't know who they were online, you might like them. Mm-hmm. That could be your best bud mm-hmm. waiting to happen, and you don't know. And because you're so busy not being able to get over yourself. And establishing preconceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, conventions give us the opportunity to break those barriers. You know, a lot of us are very introverted by nature. A lot of us find refuge online. 
and um, or in podcasts, or in podcasts. <laughs> that's right. And it is an exercise for us to come here and meet one another and say hi. This is the guy behind the avatar. This is the guy behind the the, the news stories and things like that. And, and uh, you do news stories? I do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I do more things than bitch on podcasts. <laughs> Let's but. digress from our panel for a little bit and talk about what oh, you I and I did. already digressed, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you and I did earlier in the week, uh, and I want to play a clip. Yeah, plug We went to uh, a sanctuary and saw the guys and gals at Sanctuary. Yeah. Chatted with Amanda. Chatted a little bit with Christopher Heyerdahl, which we're going to finish uh, by phone later. So they had to go back to set and shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're working on the two-part season opener right now, being directed by Martin Wood. Yeah, they've only been working for two weeks. They're just getting right back into mm-hmm. it. So, And I had a lovely conversation with Amanda. She was my 100th solo interview for the website. When we shot the webisodes, there was a dark, mysterious kind of edge to Magnus. When we brought the show to TV, for a lot of different reasons, network concerns. and Yeah, network had a big hand in that. Yeah. had a big hand, and, and you know, rightly so. Um, I felt in some ways like we homogenized Helen a bit, and, and in some ways the pilot. Um... And I think the, the sort of darker, more mysterious elements are sexier and more interesting. Mm-hmm. And there's roads that we can travel down. I didn't want her to be so Mary Poppins, <laughs> you know? I wanted to see... So we, uh, by nature of the stories and, and by nature, it, the stories are really dictating what's happening to her, uh-huh. but we're going to see a much darker edge to her. Okay. Um, Requiem proved that the character could still go completely black and be interesting, and redeem herself. Mm-hmm. And so I think that proved to the network that there was more to play with with this character, that she didn't have to be so trying to please everybody. And we want to give big sanctuary props to Damien Kindler, who's uh, yeah. the creator of the show and was there, and, and yeah. we got to chat with him a little bit. And a uh, face that I was not expecting to see over at Sanctuary is Alan McCullough, who's a writer on the show now. He's a former writer for SG-1 in Atlantis. That's right. I Yeah, I heard you say Alan. I was like, is that Alan McCullough? And I turned around, and there he was sitting in there. I was like, Al, what are you doing here, man? So I'm looking forward to talking with him again. GateWorld had our sixth annual uh, dinner this uh, past Wednesday Walk night. Walk me through the history of the GateWorld dinner. We just mentioned the first one was Michael Adamthwaite, who played Harak, Anubis's first prime. And that was like a small, intimate... I wasn't there. I just I saw pictures Wendy and video. Was there. Yep. Were Wendy there. Were there anyone else there? Mm-mm. No. You were not? It was, was like Lisa a small, there? intimate Lisa gathering, there. wasn't it? it? How many there was? It was like, like 18 of us? Yeah, there, wasn't, there weren't that many. It was very small, was small and group. mediocre food and a great guest and mm-hmm. a really good time, but it was very small. And yeah. then the following year, we had 36. We Our second year, we went over to Earl's. Oh. That was by one far of my favorite. That was a very cool year. That was so much fun. Everybody go to Earl's. Can't say enough good things about yes. that. I know. We're going there are several there in Vancouver. Yeah. We are. That's exactly right. It's every, I've been in Vancouver for seven or eight years now, and every year, either by design or accident, I end up at Earl's mm-hmm. every year. So, but yeah, um, Rainbow Sun, Frank, and Martin Garrow, you know, they came and had just a, re- it was just a really, and, that is one of my Bruce favorite Lotion. nights. Bruce Lawson. And, and uh, Courtney, J. Courtney J. Stevens showed up right um, I, I still remember that night with fond memories. It was memories. great. Oh, the that was, that was by the best dinner. So yeah. awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm still trying to outdo it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the Wrath of Khan. You it's, can't do better than Wrath of Khan. Well, it's going to be well, hot. it's not that they haven't been great 
um, since then, since. it's it's just it's gotten quite a lot bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were eighty eight strong this year. Mm-hmm. And we should say right now we raised eight hundred dollars. Make a wish Canada. Make a wish Canada this year. That's really. This is our second year as a charity event. Last year we did it as uh, a charity event for uh, BC Children's Hospital, uh, mm-hmm. and I I have been really against any kind of money exchanging hands of these things we, we go to a restaurant you know we don't we don't rent out a room that's how we keep the cost low and then any money that we do generate we turn it over to the charity mm-hmm. that's always been my intent so this was the, our sixth year um, we did we did a few years at uh, TGI Fridays at the Metro Town Mall in Burnaby mm-hmm. and now uh, Sammy J Peppers has has taken us in lovely manager John the food is really good props to John props. props to the food yeah. props to the garlic pepper steak the, bites oh. yes. Yes. I don't know what I see in those things oh, so he went back the next night didn't yes. he yeah. just because the food was here yeah. well it was the day after yeah the day after that yeah. truth be told I'm still trying to find the exact meal that I really like there. I love I love some of the stuff. Don't don't care. I love seafood what I last linguine. Yeah. It's all about the seafood <laughs> linguine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't turn this into a food podcast. Let's bring in Joseph Malazzi. We have food podcast. The uh, the Gay World Dinner though, though has gotten bigger and bigger. And you and I were talking about this after after Wednesday night this year. He's pointing to me. Uh, David, <laughs> it, cha- it changes the the atmosphere and the kind of event that it is when we go from thirty five to sixty 80. to seventy to eighty. And we see different faces every year. And I think that uh, your conclusion that, that you suggested was that we all had so much fun that first year at Earl's that we just kind of all chatted it up on yeah. on the forum. And not and just us, but people saw the fun that we were having. Made it yeah. sound so great. We posted photos. There was that big you know, group family, family photo. photo yeah. And you know, we doubled in size. Uh-huh. And then quadrupled. <laughs> so it's fun. I love not I from love the food. The, the numbers at the party double. <laughs> right. 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 Me personally. Well, we bring in what, what, bring what special saying? guests, and you know, people are invited to drop by and have a drink on us, and it's it's just a really really great time. And I am no more exhausted at any other night of the year than yeah. after that night. Very tiring. Yeah, but, but it's uh, cool. a lot of fun. Who were our special guests this year? The entire cast of Sanctuary, minus Amanda Tapp. <laughs> Everyone showed up. Amelia Ularup, Ryan Robbins, Christopher Heyerdahl, um, uh, 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 Robin Dunn, and uh, Jan Newman, mm-hmm. the makeup artist mm-hmm. on Stargate SG-1, Arc of Truth, and Continuum. Lovely Jan. I, Wonderful I love woman. Her. And That's her husband exactly right. Art came. Husband Art. And had dinner with us. Mm-hmm. And she was all of SG One, back to Children of the Gods, and all right. the way back to to uh, MacGyver with yeah. RDA. We learned some interesting factoids. Um, at least I, as the guy who has to write the news stories, gets to write the news stories for the website. We learned that uh, RDA is going to be on Stargate Universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On. What do you guys think? Awesome. Well, <laughs> is it is it anything other than awesome? It is nothing short of awesome. I think it's going to help fans to transition mm. easier mm-hmm. maybe without quite as big of a hiccup you know stylistically I think we all know that universe is going to be quite a bit different from what SG-1 and Atlantis was mm-hmm. but having the support of stars of them coming in guesting occasionally in what way they can will only help to hopefully generate I'm going to play devil's advocate there okay. because uh, we had an interesting conversation with someone this past week about this about, about Rick and I love the man's acting. I think he is a god. But but I think it's interesting, as someone else pointed out, in some ways he helps Stargate just as much as he hurts it. 
mm. because he's MacGyver. Mm. He will always be MacGyver. Mm. You know, and it's hard to get over that. You know, when I when I meet someone for non fans, that's precisely baggage. yes, it is. Mm. It is baggage. So I'm a little hesitant in seeing him come into Universe because I'm not watching Universe to watch Richard Dean Anderson. I'm watching Universe to watch someone new because I want something new. Mm -hmm. I don't want necessarily something that I've already had. But if you're a completely new fan to the franchise, then Richard Dean Anderson probably won't mean a lot to you. You know, he's probably just some guy who can't spot uh, who pops up, and you might think, "Wow, that's MacGyver," and, and there then, are kids who don't and then know move on. And is, and so. if they're looking for that younger, and I, hippie audience, and I do think that it's a good way to, um, because they're going to get the new viewers anyway. But it's also a way to say, "Hey, you know, here's something familiar for you, long-term fans." and um, you know, come on over and watch the show. It, it, as long as the show doesn't become about him. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it's, sure. if it's yeah. just the it pilot, if it's just the it's pilot. It's not just the pilot. But I, I, well, I've heard it's yeah. a couple of episodes, which makes me curious because aren't they yeah. supposed to be stuck on the other side of the... I love the man to death, but over the course of the years, as his involvement became less when they would have him on, it was always humor wisecracks, and it mm. was always... He almost became yeah, a character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a character of himself. And hmm. I think the writers started to finally realize that and when they wrote the scenes they did for him in a continuum mm-hmm. you know it was a little bit more of the old mm-hmm. Jack and I'm hoping yeah. third yeah, SG1 like movie Cross Your Fingers mm-hmm. that it's written in that style too yeah but, to, to keep myself from getting flamed after this you know I, mm-hmm. I seriously think that Rick was back in full form in continuum and I really think that that's going to be continuing in universe mm-hmm. so what well, appearances just what, that he's in are going to be good just what, what Chad said I really like serious Jack mm-hmm. yeah. Wisecracking mm-hmm. Jack yes. is fun uh, he's, he brings a sense of, of lightness and humor in small doses, small doses mm-hmm. that, that makes for some really terrific entertainment yeah mm-hmm. But I like serious Rick, and, and in Continuum we saw that. We saw the, the alternate timeline Colonel O'Neill on the submarine is is the good old Jack. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's, I can't imagine that Universe is, is not going to have <laughs> that. Serious Jack with a serious show? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the cast? The rest of the cast, yeah. Who are, who are you interested in looking forward to seeing? David Blue. David Blue. Ugly Betty show, fan? If I watch the show, it'll be for him. Uh, so. so you watch the show for an actor. You don't watch the show for the essence of what well, the show is. It depends. Um, okay. If I like the concept of a show, I'll watch it, you know, no matter who's in it. But in this case, you know, I've... But there I've, are some shows you watch specifically because there's a certain person on it? Um, usually that's how it starts out initially. I'll say, uh-huh. oh, so-and-so is on this show, I'll huh. give it a shot. And then, you know, if it, the show is good enough, I'll keep watching but um, if the show is complete crap, then you know even having that actor on there isn't gonna save it. So why David Blue? What do you know about him? Um, well, I saw him on Ugly Betty, of mm-hmm. course, and I was following him on Twitter for a while, and he seems like he's a lot of fun. So there you go. Twitter will get you viewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy, Twitter! <laughs> Have you guys been twittering at all? Has anyone been twittering from the event, or yes, is that basically a Yes, I've been harassing bust? David Hewlett. Right. At the command of the other actors. <laughs> oh, Gateworld promised. To I've been twittering our Gateworld activities, and uh, Mariah and Chad have both been posting. Um, but we have a technical glitch that that some of them are not going through. Yeah. The rest of you cast for SGU. For me, I'm gonna say Lou Diamond Phillips only because I think he's an especially underrated actor, and I've liked him in everything he's been in, going back to probably the first thing I saw him in, which would have been La Bamba back in '86, '87. Mm-hmm. So. I'm looking forward just to seeing what he can do in the role. You know, whether it ends up being long or short term. Uh, no secret, Robert Carlyle. Yeah. Um, 
He's so much more well known in, in our yeah, British cousins' well, countries. Being, than being from else. New Zealand, um, yeah. I see a bit more of the the British shows, and and he's quite you know quite big in a few movies over there, and it's an interesting role for him to take. Actually, I'm quite surprised they managed to get him. Great, so it really is a great. Yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome. great. Yeah, he said in recent interviews that he decided that he wanted to change in his career. He wanted to do a little television, and so he told this to his agent, and he got a mm. few options. And I'll be darned. Stargate Universe was the one that he was most excited about. Well, he plays such versatile roles, and, and some of them are, are really hard-edged. You know, there's not really anything soft and fluffy about the roles he takes. So the fact he's involved sort of indicates to me that they're really serious about me. So you this. have a context for the show that I don't get. Possibly. I mean, I haven't. I don't claim to have seen everything he's been in by, by, <laughs> by any shot, but um, the ones that I have seen him in, he's been... Um, you know, usually not very nice characters. <laughs> so, you know, he he brings a, a different feel, I think, and um, that's I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Mariah, um, it's close between Robert Carlyle and, but I'm gonna have to go with Wendy and say David Blue, just because I I have seen him in several other things, and he is hysterically funny, and I think it's such a sweetheart. I think. Um, you know, I keep hearing the words dark and edgy in relation to Stargate Universe, and the fact that David Blue is there gives me some hope that it will not He's be... He's going to pull us out yeah. of that. It will not be, like, dark and dreary and Battlestar-like. It will be its own entity and have that mm-hmm. dose of humor. And mm-hmm. Because Stargate does, they do the witty banter very well, and I'm looking forward to that aspect. I mean, not, I don't want, you know, sitcom Stargate, no, but God, just, mm-hmm. um, you know... A little, a little humor here and there. So I like Silly Jack. So, yes. <laughs> Sorry, you're out of the podcast now. <laughs> she. Having already established a relationship with Brian J. Smith, um, I'm looking forward to what this guy can do. Uh, I've seen a couple of the things since interviewing him that he has done, and he's just blown me away. And he's I'm really um, mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, to, to seeing him on the screen. So uh, he can act, and if he is any indication compared to the rest of them. I think we're in for a real treat. And I'm not just saying that because I like to help run a Stargate website. I really think that we're in for something cool. And that anyone who doesn't give it a chance is shooting themselves in the foot. Mm. At least by one episode. Oh, ow, ow. (laughs) We have one in the group who's still making up her mind as to whether or not she will see the pilot. But I will not blow my nose at that. I just hope they give the the team a chance to really bond. That was something I always felt was missing from Atlantis for me. And I just, I really want to feel that they're a a team. And that that team chemistry is right up there as an important factor for me. You know, I I can give or take the actors, you know. A specific actor doesn't make or break it for me. What I I need to see is some good team chemistry with some some good solid writing behind them. I was talking with N. John Smith today and he was... He has already been blown away. The man has been blown off his feet by how well the cast has been clicking together. <laughs> That's really and good to hear. Just in the first few weeks. Mm. Yeah. So he is that's he is great, been, and he wouldn't have said that if it wasn't true. Because mm. that's mm-hmm. John Smith. That's the kind of guy that he is. So he's not a marketer. He's 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 one of those working Canadian uh, mm-hmm. film industry guys, and that is mm-hmm. good to hear. Right. We've been reading David Blue's Twitters, and he talks about you know how great how everyone great is, is and how yeah. much fun they're having they're over there. Out. And that's always a good sign when you mm-hmm. hear actors talking about having fun on set, you know. And I have killed the ambient sound that was uh, bothering us, and now we are all quiet. Chirp, chirp. I have the powers of God. 
No. So we've actually relocated, um, but we're in the same positions as before. And Lisa, who stepped out really quickly for a Joe Flanagan panel, is back with us. And I just really wanted to give her to give her a second to add her comments about about Stargate Universe. That's what we were talking about. Universe. I, I know you guys all have a, a favorite actor and such. Um, I've, I'm kind of taking a wait and see. Because the concept is, or at least seems to be, pretty dramatically different. And we'll just wait and see. I mean, if if it's good, it's good. And, you know, maybe I'll have a favorite actor at that point. While we were at Bridge, we talked with Brad and Rob. I just want to ask you guys uh, about the movies, if there's a, a status update on the SG-1 and Atlantis films that you can give at this point. Let's just say that we're still uh, going forward. There's been a slight delay in... in uh going into pre-production, but that's that's okay. It doesn't mean we're not doing it, and uh, either one. In fact, uh, I, I can almost guarantee we're proceeding with uh, with the SG-1 movie uh, this year. For shooting in 2009? Yes. Great. Uh, is it is it the impact of, of the economy that's perhaps delaying them? There's been a, there's a little bit of that. Um, I think... Uh, I think it's fair to say that the uh, DVD market has changed considerably in the last six to eight months, uh, but we're still in the uh, in the film and television making business, so it's just a question of trying to find ways to make things work. Those are the guys to answer the big questions, um, but it was very general because we're still six, seven months away from Universe premiering. And so they're very they're talking very generally about the show and their approach to shooting it and obviously not giving a lot of specifics right now. Yeah. This is the obviously the official Stargate convention. Creation owns the license to this. So um, they have to buy the hotel, they have to they have to uh, rent uh, they have to pay for the guests, you know, all this accumulates to a, a great deal of dough. Um, what do you guys feel about the costs? Obviously, you've been here to several of them, so apparently you're managing. I, uh, um, but a lot of fans can only do one, and then they never come back. It's it's interesting that you asked that, because actually I had not intended to buy a gold pass this year, um, just because I have been to so many, and I didn't really want the extras this year. I've been on, like, four set tours, and... Um, you've done it. I've how done much, it. How much are the gold passes? $569. So <clears throat> the silver passes, which are what I was looking at, were 199, but um, I, I kind of left it because they didn't sell out last year, and I figured with the economy the way it was, we would be safe this year. And I went to look, and they had sold out completely. Um, and I just happened to get this my gold pass this year from someone who was selling it online. Um, but yeah, I hadn't intended to pay as much money this year as I did. Mm. But let's let, let's reestablish this again. The gold pass gets you your seat. It gets you the, the set, set tour. tour. It gets you autographs, autographs, but not photographs. Photographs are not extra. Not photographs. That still applies. Got it. And you get access to, like, the cabaret and the dessert party. But not Star Hole, which is a separate no. deal. Mm-hmm. Or the they, Gate World Dinner. They have actually a lot more uh, this year that you have to pay extra for. Really? Yes. Than they have in the past. Yeah. Okay. Um, the it's Star like Hole, the cocktail and party. And, and something else. Um, a lot of extras this year. Um, and the set tours included. The yeah, set included that. in the gold pad. That's why I said. That's yeah. what you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But is it worth it? Well, as I think you're here. I think if you haven't been before, yes. it is definitely, definitely worth it. And if, your hotel and airfare is going to yes. be nothing to sneeze mm-hmm. at. Especially so I think, if you're coming from overseas like Kiwi. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think if you've never been um, and want to get the full con experience, mm-hmm. definitely get the gold pass. Um, mm-hmm. Because that will give you access to everything. I think that if you've been a couple of times, then definitely a preferred or silver pass would be the way to go. 
by comparison, um, the first GateCon that I went to, you know, for, yeah, the ticket was only $220. But then the set tour that they auctioned was $379. Per ticket? Per ticket. How many did was, they sell? Uh, well, they had 150 and they auctioned them. And the lowest bid on that auction, and there were people that paid a lot more than that. The lowest bid on that set tour auction was three hundred and seventy nine dollars. Mm, and I remember that now. Yeah, and that was then with that two hundred and twenty dollar ticket, all that got you was was actually it didn't even get you your seat that year. It wasn't reserved seating. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And this it, is the the fan convention, GateCon. Yeah, and that got you into the auditorium, mm-hmm. but it did not get you autographs, which in previous years had been free, but the year I got there, there was Sunday afternoon, and everybody's charging fifteen to twenty five dollars a piece. And here I am. On a page. Yeah, and it, and I'm Sunday afternoon, and I'm like, oh, I'm broke. Yeah. But the autographs were not included, and I figured for what I got, and the first year here it was four seventy nine. For what I got for my four hundred five hundred dollars, by comparison, I spent less money at this convention than I spent at GateCon. And you have greater security and peace mm-hmm. of mind because there's a corporation behind it that that has its name at stake. Well, there's a signed seating. Yeah. Um, there is a complaints process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get my tour ticket this time with register because I wasn't here for registration. I didn't know I wasn't going to be here for registration until last week, which was way after the date that they could have mailed it to me. So I zipped off an email to Adam and said, you know, due to work considerations, I'm not going to get there till Friday night. I can't get my tour ticket. Can you give it to my friend? And he sent me an email back and with a little note to Letitia on it to give them my ticket. Yeah. They're very That's good at that. Good. They mm-hmm. they are very good very at about so. answering your emails personally and, and going they, out of their way to help you to help you and accommodate any. As long as schedule. you are willing to work with them, yes. yes. You know, if you're going to get your dander up, then you know you can't expect them to just let you lay into as them. Well, as long as what you're requesting is reasonable, yeah. 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 And they're they're also they've been very open to um, requests and uh, any kind of ideas that you have. That might help improve for future conventions. They're very open to receiving emails, and they and they always one of them responds personally. I've never mm-hmm. gotten a response from anyone other than Gary or Adam. That and those are the men at the top. Oh yeah, and that is. I mean, it's a small company, yeah. but you know they have people who could take who care could of that, and they don't. I've mm-hmm. seen the I've seen the business. I've well, and I got a response. I got a response within an hour on a Sunday. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm frankly surprised to hear that, and, and yeah. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And they're both on site. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that they they sit in an office somewhere. They don't. They're not send out their minions. Yeah, and, they're not delegating yeah. the hard work mm-hmm. to someone else. They're here. They're on site. You've got a question. You can go and ask them personally, and they answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, in in summation, it's definitely worth it. You did. You get your money's worth. So I would suggest if first time users go with the bold pass mm-hmm. for sure. And definitely a lot of us who are here, I mean, certainly one of us hasn't bought a ticket into the room itself, are still coming back to be with each other. I know we've already touched on this, but mm-hmm. I think it's i think it's the coolest point. So. It's what it all, boi- all boils down to. Mm-hmm. It starts off as something else, you know, in most cases. Right. Unless you're lucky enough to find someone online to connect with before you come. Well, one thing I do wish is that they would have, like, a gold light pass where, you know, you don't have to do the tours and you don't have to pay as much for stuff like that because... Like Mariah says, you know, we've we've been there we've like four times already. We don't really... I mean, yes, there'll be new stuff coming up, but... Mm-hmm. Though I did finally get there's... to touch the Stargate this time. <laughs> 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 Took me five trips for that. Mm-hmm. Five trips. Five trips. Wow. Oh, and I know my first one, 
uh, first tour was back at GateCon, but I wasn't one of the ones at the auction. I got I got really lucky because they had them in the, the Lucky Dip. Yes, you and got the I Lucky got Dip. I got two, as a matter of fact, because I went through once and got one for me, and I was like, oh my god. And I had my roommate who was trapped in the dealer's room behind the table doing stuff, so I went and did it for her too and got it again. And Friend for life. Lucky for dip. <laughs> this is a random drawing. For yeah, it was yeah, a random drawing. Number you you bought into and it. Grab out stuff and like I think I got a, a pack of trading cards or something, but I had a sticker on it that meant that I got one of the set tours. So really, yeah, yeah. Wow. and I did yeah. it twice. Oh, I did it like five times to get one of the <laughs> lucky, set tours. Lucky fingers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. Cool. I consider myself lucky because uh, last year. Um, I, I've had a lot of job changes, you know, and money's a little bit tighter as usual. Last year, my hotel bill was $900. This year, my entire trip is $900. And that's the, the hotel. That's the plane. That's the rental car, which I did not have before. Flying into Seattle instead of Vancouver. So that probably helped a little bit, too. But saying that, I'm not here to have fun. I'm here to work for you guys. And that's what Darren is here to. He's he ha, he enjoys having. He's okay with having a little bit more fun than I am. And the work well, is fun. If you're not fun. here to have fun, then you can't come to dinner with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still have to eat, but I'll eat in the corner. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay with you? Just over in the corner. All right. No rosemary. No you. rosemary garlic bread for you. Hey, I've been wanting to eat that with you for a lo- for another year. So don't start with me. Okay, you're here to work, but a 35 minute video interview with Paul McGillian is kick ass fun, right? It is fun. It is fun. But I don't like to sit in the. Um, in, in the auditorium because I've heard it all. Yeah. Mostly. If there's, there's someone up on stage who I don't know personally, then I'll sit in there and listen to them. But otherwise, if yeah. I've already had a dialogue with them, I'm not really interested in hearing them talk about their favorite moment of Stargate. I just feel this year like I've gotten to that point where I've, I'm hearing the same stories for the third time, mm-hmm. and so like, I know okay. that it's safe mm-hmm. to skip some of those panels and do something and for then, gate world and yourself that's yeah. kind of cool and go and out. go to the panels for the, <laughs> the people that that i haven't heard before like right. like connor i was talking about and picardo isn't mm-hmm. he a He's gas great. Oh, oh, so he much was fun. a hoot yeah i'd never seen him that before. man is but we awesome. are let me say we are extraordinarily fortunate that that uh, and grateful that creation lets us come in here and hopefully give them lots of good press and, and talk up their event like we're doing now. I think we're all having a good time this week. Gary's not sitting in the background um, uh, adding zeros to the end of the check by any means whatsoever. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they do not have to uh, give us the access that they do. And they uh, are working with us uh, better, I believe, more and more every year. Mm-hmm. Because I think we are improving our craft. I don't want to toot my horn too much. but uh, I, think I have a much better camera this year. You do, which I'm enjoying the heck out of. <laughs> and he knows how and to use it. Trying to stay out of people's way in the auditorium. Sorry, people. I agree with what you're saying about the same stories over and over and over. Oh, on the stage? Yeah, I, I've i seen... Um, there are certain people that I will go see again and again and again. Like Terrell. Like Terrell. Like Terrell Rothery. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Joe Flanagan. It's different every time you get up there. Every mm-hmm. time he gets up there. In Burbank two years ago, it was a totally different panel than today. Um, and it's, it's, and, and he always seems to mention gate world. He does. From the stage. He's, he's, I wish I was there for that. Which I love. Yeah. He, he was, uh, he's, he's a very, he's a funny guy and, and I enjoy, I could see him over and over and over again. Some actors seem to have, um, a specific diatribe that they like to go through, you know, with, with Star Trek, George Takei always talked about very specific stories. Leonard Nimoy always could be 
called upon to talk about very specific stories. Mm. Don S. Davis was a storyteller. Often mm-hmm. his stories were very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But once you've heard them, and once you've gone to these events five or six times now, it's like... Well, some of okay. them do these things more than others, too. Exactly. And have been doing it longer. Plus, you also get the audience members that ask the same questions, so they're responding to the same yeah. questions. Can you show us the puff and ruffle? Yeah, exactly. For yeah. the, what, the ninth There's year now? There's only so many times There's... you can change that up to make it different without... Exactly, know. so... Right. That brings back memories. Um, <laughs> and now you've just inspired a whole new audience to ask that question. Yes. Because it's they won't be, know what they, it yeah. is. You know, a group I was, of people going puff and ruffle. What the hell? <laughs> I was <laughs> extremely surprised, <coughs> though, that um, Joe didn't get the ship question this year. Really? I've never seen Joe Flanagan that he didn't get the ship question. About him and Rodney McKay? No. <laughs> the Shepard well, Weir ship? Shepard Weir, Shepard Taylor, Shepard McKay, take your pick. Oh, gotcha. Um, there's always a ship question for Flanagan, and uh, he usually does a real good job of dodging them, Did, but he's a smart man. So my last question for you guys is, uh, first of all, are you coming back next year? Mm. And... Uh, if you do uh, convention-wise, uh, what would you like to see done maybe differently? Cheaper. That's a very good question. Mm, Cheaper? Uh, yeah. yeah. Cheaper. More yeah. ticket options, for sure. Yeah, more ticket Definitely. options. See, now, ticket options, I remember when I was going to Star Trek conventions in high school, It was they were much smaller affairs. It was one guest, and it was Saturday, sun, sometime Sunday, and it was 20 bucks. And we went for a day pass mm. for mm-hmm. 20 bucks on Saturday. But also, like, 50 people showed up. They were very small events, and, and creation. this was a creation event, and they did lots and lots of them I would, all over the, the country. I would like to see more programming. One of the one of the things mm, this year yeah, is, this and, year. and I believe sparse. We, yeah. the programming is so sparse, they're not starting until much later in the day. You're paying for a lot of money f- to watch the Pegasus so Project. Around, mm. Exactly. Yeah. They like aired there was a couple episodes in the auditorium. Yeah, there and were those should have been... panels today, and it's a Saturday, and usually the weekends the are when day. you get your... Mm-hmm. And this is a big convention. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. not the little piggly one in Burbank. This mm-hmm. is a big convention. Mm-hmm. There's you know, a lot of filler this if year. If they didn't do photographs and autographs and a lot of the interpersonal stuff, they could fit a lot of people onto that convention stage, and we could see a lot of different people. Well, but in previous years, they just stacked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you were lined up in the room, in the room getting right. your autographs, so you could still watch the panels while you were getting mm-hmm. your autographs. Mm-hmm. Or, you, or you right. popped out, you know, ten minutes before the panel ended mm-hmm. to run down and get the photo op. Or, right, that's why they call certain rows when the photo mm-hmm. option ops were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is an awfully expensive convention to not have programming. And I, I felt that Burbank was better programmed, and it was a much smaller affair. And they, I felt like they had... I mean, they only had five guests for three days, maybe six guests for three days. But they managed to program the big three on Sunday. And they programmed... Rachel came in Saturday night and signed autographs the second day. Um, and they did some other stuff that was a lot... I just felt it was better programmed, and it's a much cheaper convention. I love these guys, and I enjoy these cons, but it was a real telltale sign to me when I when Darren told me that uh, they, they had scheduled episodes, 
previously yeah, aired episodes really, in the convention that's programming, and that's yeah. well, it's it's what it is. Is it's probably not something that let's do the convention next year and let's do these episodes. You know, yeah. it's it's, it's we have this time busy. to kill, and we have we have no choice but to do this mm-hmm. because either something else fell through mm. or something didn't work out. And well, not as last year they they started. Um, I remember even last year them saying, "Now next year we're going to do four four big days," and then that sort of left them with committed to filling mm-hmm, four uh-huh. days. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed and the Vancouver Actors Panel, though. Yeah, I it's nice to get a bit of variety. I felt like if we, if we had the same content, if it was possible, this number of guests to squeeze it back into three into days. Into three days. It would have been yeah. Three days was, was such... Oh, I was so exhausted. Of course, that's when you're supposed to be exhausted, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but when you've got... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can understand the, the problems that, that creation faces is when you've got three major actors on site like they do today, yeah. and you've got to do... Autographs for everybody, photo ops for everybody, and they're doing all three actors together, photo ops for everybody, mm, mm. Uh, times three actors. That's a lot of hours through mm. the day. Not to mention an hour for each of them on stage, mm. individually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and that's what the people expect. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the typical sci-fi convention right there. Is I guess Q&A. it com- comes down to the conflict between... Um, they sell this convention um, in Vancouver as a small, intimate convention. It's, it's, it's not. not. It, this it's is eight hundred people. Remotely. This is yeah. their biggest one outside of Ve- outside of Vegas. Yeah, and um, I should talk to to Adam this morning, and he told me that Chicago is now bigger. Chicago's I'm I'm not real bigger. surprised by that. I'm mm. yeah. A lot of people are talking about Chicago this year. I I'm delighted tickets, because yeah. the first year that we went, it was kind of like, ooh, we've got Michael Shanks all to ourselves. Well, hey, that, that was great. Don't knock that. Well, and Burbank, Burbank, which used to be the big con, yeah. it's uh, there might have been 200 people there this year. I really don't think so, yeah. though, because mm-hmm. I was in the cheap seats, and there were plenty of rows in front of me that were empty. Mm-hmm. And they sold plenty of ticket options. They were selling gold passes you know, at the door. So next year, consider making the con tighter, and if uh, don't plug filler for the sake of putting something in there necessarily. Well, and, and perhaps accept that you can't get everybody to do everything. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get 800 people doing everything, and and you know that's just where I've been finding or program the frustration or program more of the smaller guys like the Vancouver actors. I was yeah. so I, I actually would have really liked to see that and the costuming. The, mm-hmm. the costuming gal, I would have loved to see her. Mm-hmm. There know, are a ton of local Vancouver actors. They could do a day yes. of each of those. Mm-hmm. And I would be delighted to see all of them. Because mm-hmm. these are people that you never see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yes, they may seriously they be, be actors, but they're good actors. Vancouver, but they're good actors, yeah. yeah. It's not they like, never, it's not like Joffa number three. No. Yeah. no. Well, and you got Dan like Shea. Kevin Smith who's, needs to come back. Kevin Smith does. <laughs> yeah, um, but you got Dan Shea, who's done this show and done Psych. And you got lots of actors who've done multiple shows. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not just about Stargate. No. Battlestar Galactica has been a big um, a Star uh-huh. Trek, obviously Enterprise with with uh, Connor and with Bob. I mean, those are those people are known more for their Star Trek than mm-hmm. for their Picardo. Stargate. That's just the way it is. And I guess they've so. never had Ryan Robbins. Yeah, I've met him twice at various parties. Nice guy. A lot of great stories guy. to mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't see him on this stage. And I've never seen him on this stage. Well, hopefully that'll change. Let's hope so. Hint, hint. <laughs> so you're glad you've come? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 One more day. Oh, gosh. So quick. Mm. Over so quick. So come and join us next year. <laughs> <laughs> Do the podcast with us. 
We'll, we'll put up applause and, and sigh <laughs> signs, and you can join Dejected. us for that. So you've been listening to the Gate World Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm De- I'm Darren. <laughs> Darren. Woo-hoo! I'm David. I love it. See, we started this podcast joking about the fact that there was only one of us, and you just gave it all away. <laughs> That's right. That's insert, right. insert body snatcher reference. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining yeah. us for our, our panel discussion, our very first panel discussion for the Gate World Podcast. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Tremendously good time. I don't want to go back to the old one. Not to say that Darren is boring, but um, hey, I like listening to you guys argue with each other. <laughs> there isn't enough arguing. We got to find more things to argue about. Not necessarily argue, but um, have different opinions. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean argument. Are you guys hungry? Yes. 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 Well, this has been fun. This has been episode 37 of the Gate World Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm David. I think. Yeah, I got it right this time. And we're going to go to bed. We'll see you back here next week. See you next week. Thanks, guys. Woo-hoo!